This Week in HPC by Intersect 360 Research. Preventing disease with machine learning at Stanford Med, This Week in HPC. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to a special episode of This Week in HPC with Intersect 360 Research, distributed in partnership with Top500.org. I'm Addison Snell with Intersect 360 Research, and on this special episode of This Week in HPC, I'm joined by Dr. Jinjin Lee, who's an instructor at Stanford Pediatrics, but more importantly to this podcast, led the analytics team in an important new machine learning study out of Stanford Med investigating how to prevent disease, specifically something called AAA or abdominal aortic aneurysm, which is one of the leading causes of death in Western countries. And they used a great deal of machine learning capability, a new machine uh, learning approach together with uh, big data and HPC. Jin Jin, thanks very much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. I caught sight of this story and was very excited to talk about it. And I'm grateful for you to join us uh, on this podcast. Can you just start by telling our listeners what AAA is and why it's of concern? Sure. Um, it's type of um, cardiovascular diseases. And so it's characterized by a localized enlargement of the, uh, of the abdominal aorta such that the diameter is greater than three centimeters. So this is a medical condition, and this is um, at the very beginning, people wouldn't see that because it, 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 it doesn't have any symptoms. Then at the later stage, and normally, so people will find out about normal at the later stage. So it's, so upon its rupture, it has a very high mortality rate, around 90%, just like you say. Right. So this is, I, I guess, the first thing that you notice about it is it's a it's a often fatal condition. But as you said, it, it doesn't have any symptoms. It's asymptomatic. I saw in one of the papers that uh, it's often, quote, diagnosed upon death. Is that a good way to describe it? I think so. That's really a ticking time bomb. And, uh, and, and the other important thing for the disease is it's irreversible. So if it it's there, it's there and it goes worse. Uh, it's irreversible. So it's important to be able to predict whether it's something that you're at risk for, because if you know you're at risk, there are certain ways that you can manage your life in order to be at lower risk, right? And beyond just obvious things like uh, not smoking and not being overweight, there's more that I could do if I'm concerned, right? Right, that's correct. Okay, so describe then the breakthrough that you've made at Stanford Med with respect to machine learning uh, and, and your approach to this condition called AAA? Sure. Um, I think we can first a little bit talk about the Human Genome Project at the quite almost 10 years ago, I think more than 10 years ago, when we sequenced the first human genome, then we said we can identify a lot of diseases from the human genome. Actually, the task is really hard. And then and we can do a lot for genes like like um, we call monogenic diseases, disease just resulting from a single gene mutation. But right now, more and more disease, they are coming from mutations of multiple genes. So AAA is one of these type of disease. It, it involves many, many genes. So if you look at our mutation across the genome, it, so the central question here is the way we can identify risk and just by simply scanning our genome. And uh, so if we can do this, That'll be pretty interesting because our DNA doesn't change over time. Once you see the see the mutation there, it's always there. So we have patient cohort 
then we really try hard using a lot of approaches, existing tools, and none worked very well. So then we said, okay, then we should really invent our own approaches. So we invented a machine learning tool called HEAL, which is a hierarchical estimate from agnostic learning, and which identifies mutation by comparing patient genomes against the control genomes. In this way, we identify disease-causing mutations, and with this set of mutations, we can go back and predict the onset of the disease. Which so, all sounds simple enough, but you're talking about a massive amount of data, right? Because having the patient cohort data is one problem and is already a large data set, but you're talking about mutations in multiple genes. And then an advantage that Stanford Med has, of course, is there's also a large database of experimental uh, genes in particular with your mouse research. So you can compare the, the, uh, the mutations in the mouse genome that cause the similar condition with the uh, cohort data in the human patient, right? So that, that created exponentially more data to compare, but ultimately a better data set. Oh yeah, we have a lot of data set, a, a single, like a single, uh, one single genome from a person that, the data is around 100 gigabytes, so we have around 500 genomes and more and more mouse data. So that's a huge amount of data. So then, so basically we want to identify the disease problem from patient genomes and also compare all this information from mouse, mouse data and see if we can also mimic the same etiology in mouse. So that's like cross-species comparison and also within a population we make comparison across patient genomes. Another thing that struck me about this application is that it's not just machine learning. It seems to be a hybrid approach that combines different aspects of machine learning, big data analytics, and traditional HPC or supercomputing, all of which are capabilities you have at Stanford Med. Oh, yeah. So we have really a different type of data. We have human genomes. We have health and electronic health records. We have physiology. We have lifestyles. And also, all this has to be integrated into a single model, then which should be powered by high-performance computing and also should be interpreted by clinical scientists and also basic scientists and geneticists. So this is really a systematic work. And then you were talking about you have your own HEAL algorithm, this uh, hierarchical approach that you have, but there's a combination of hardware and software resources that went into this. You've got established software, you've got your own software, you have your own in-house systems, and you also used cloud resources as well. Is that right? Oh, yeah. So that's, uh, um, so we have, um, actually, we have a partnership with the Google Genomics at the early stage of the research. And then the team had a paper on this uh, whole in data infrastructure. And then later for the data analysis, especially when we invent and develop all this a machine learning approach. So this study is primarily on Stanford's uh, genome center cluster, so which has a, around 20 computer nodes, each with around 400 gigabyte RAM, and uh, and each node we have around 50 CPUs, and uh, we have 2,800 cores and around 4 petabyte storage. So this is a whole cluster for genome research. Yeah, it's not a small problem, but it's interesting to see it brought to bear. Okay, we've been talking about one particular 
condition, this uh, abdominal aortic aneurysm or AAA. Now, there were all kinds of reasons why this is of particular interest, but let's let's start rolling this forward. What are the wider implications for personalized medicine going forward? Now that you've done this for one condition, can, can this approach then be applied to other types of conditions or, or other diseases that have multiple genetic markers? Uh, yeah, actually, this is this really shows us a very good example. Like I said, in early days, we look at the monogenic disease, the single gene disease. Right now, so we find a way we can work out for this particular disease as a representative of complex diseases involving multiple genes. Then those mutations looking like very, very heterogeneous, but if you use machine learning, you, you can identify actually they are structurally organized in disease-related pathways. So this is a general idea which should be shared with many other diseases. So at Stanford, we are extending this approach and then now we are trying this approach on autism, preterm birth, and many other conditions. Yes. You can find a link to the paper on my Twitter feed, at Addison Snell, or you can also write to us at This Week in HPC at intersect360.com. I've been speaking with Dr. Jinjin Lee from Stanford Med, who led the analytical team. I should say, by the way, you're doing pediatric medicine now, but you've got a background before that in engineering, right? You're particularly well-suited to this particular type of work. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I was trained in, as an engineer, then I received training in genetics. That's kind of like both from both areas. It's got to be particularly satisfying to see that kind of work come together in this way. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Okay, Dr. Jinjin Lee from Stanford Med, thank you very much for joining me, and thanks to you for tuning in. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to This Week in HPC, brought to you by Intersect 360 Research, actionable market intelligence for high-performance computing. For more information, visit intersect360.com.